0: what's going on everybody welcome to the behind the glass sports podcast we thank you guys for tuning in we got a very special edition mainly because the abs are tied right now in game how many games have we played this far what are we in game four (laughs)
1: Hmm,
0: how many games have we played game three we're one and
1: two (laughs) yeah you you have ruined the abs you have they are they are broken because of you
0: it's not ideal but we'll bounce back. I told you we're, we're waiting for when it actually matters. We're not here for these petty regular season games. This is beneath us. We're ready for <laughs> Lord Stanley's cups series. That's what we're ready for.
1: Uh, I mean, I can't believe you. You literally killed their franchise.
0: We'll beat Florida. Oh, Florida's three. zero. we might not beat Florida. <laughs> we might not. We might, we might not beat them. Are there even <laughs> Panthers in Florida? Why are they called the Florida Panthers? <laughs> Since when is there Panthers in Florida? I guess there's no can Panthers you, in Carolina. And you,
1: you, I'm actually very curious. Can you name, other than the Panthers and the Avs, can you name 10 NHL franchises? Oh,
0: absolutely. Boston Bruins, don't, don't Buffalo eat, Sabres, Detroit Red Wings, uh, Montreal Canadiens, Ottawa Senators, Tampa Bay Lightning, Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, you want know me to keep going? Carolina Hurricanes, Columbus That's only eight. Blue Jackets, New Jersey Devils. New York Islanders.
1: Hey, New You're 100 reading off. I could tell by your voice, you are literally reading nope, it off. Not on reading off. This.
0: Not reading off at all. Uh, Philadelphia <laughs> Flyers,
1: Pittsburgh <laughs> Penguins. No, uh, you are 100 100% uh, 100% Washington it.
0: Capitals. Where do you? Where else do you want me to go? You want me to go in the Central Division? I know my divisions. Metropolitan just finished <laughs> that one. Hockey. <laughs> duh. <laughs> duh. I'm in this. I'm dedicated. <laughs> I may or may not have read the uh, NHL I teams list believe, off of ESPN. I can't,
1: believe, I can't believe you just cheated that. <laughs>
0: I mean, I think I could name ten if I didn't see the list. I think I could definitely name ten.
1: I don't I'm not sure I could, so I mean I I really
0: name if you were to tell me to name ten different players that aren't abs players, I mean good luck. I might get seven. Maybe. And that's yeah. the current players. I mean,
1: yeah, I can't even think of one right now, to be honest.
0: Uh, Austin Matthews.
1: Um, Is that a real name?
0: Yeah, yeah. He plays oh. for the. play for? The Maple Leafs, I think. I don't, uh,
1: I don't know. I know the players. Like I, don't, the best I don't. I don't. Yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah. Sh- you don't know hockey. I know hockey. I'm. <laughs> I do not know. Diehard hockey. rubber ice puck. That's what I am. What's Slap the
1: what uh? What does that mean when there's icing?
0: Uh, Well, Crumble's been kind of cheap on the icing lately, on that <laughs> cookie that I like. So if that's what you mean, I have some qualms about that. I would like to write a letter. For as much money as I pump into that place, I expect that cookie to be <laughs> slobbering with icing. So if that's what you mean, yes, I'm very angry and upset about that, and that problem will be addressed with management soon. Yes. That's exactly. I'm glad you brought that up. Let's do two hours on that. Cause I could. I when you throw it into the other end of the zone without the other team touching it. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. I think that's a vague description. I might be wrong on that. Outside of that. Not sure what the other ones are. I know there's like boarding, uh, high stick. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can't like kick your blade up at a guy's face. That's probably illegal, illegal scratching. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you get a five-minute telemajor with that, or whatever they call the minor major plus the minimum. Is You're the
1: missing video. like a pretty big one that you know, one of the bigger uh, hooking?
0: rules. I don't know.
1: Nope, that's one though.
0: Slashing, uh, tripping. I mean, these are all <laughs> them. Interference, offside,
1: Off, offside. There you go, offside.
0: Yeah, I mean, see, look at that. I'm I'm freaking knowledgeable about ice puck game. Good puck. All right. We got a lot to get to. Broncos are in tapping about 20 minutes. Woof. Uh, but the Nuggets came back last night, uh, not only literally in the game, but they started their regular season last night against a team that uh, many um, thought were superior to them last year in the playoffs, even though despite being down like 15 players imagine that being healthy actually changes the game wow what what a shock there and they didn't even have their second best player wow game is completely different look at that even though both teams were up 11 at one point i think the actually i think phoenix was up like 15 at one point in that second quarter and i was like oh boy it's getting pretty dangerous here but we got to get to the nuggets game we got to talk broncos here where do you want to start first you want to start with good or you want to start with the bad
1: um, let's, uh, the game's going to start soon. So let's get over the, the idiot Broncos and then okay. we'll move on.
0: Um, so I mean, last, last week's game was an embarrassment, uh, for you to lose to a coachless team, an interim coach. Um, I mean, at this point, I think Vic Fangio's coaching for his job. Um, I don't think he makes it through next year. I mean, it's TBD to see if he makes it even through the rest of the season. Uh, but that game was just horrendous as, as far as this night, I mean, there's going to be no Baker-Makefield. There's going to be uh, no, what, Nick Chubb. Um, I think Odell's playing. I think... um,
1: Kareem Hunt's out.
0: Kareem Hunt is out? I don't see him on the inactive list.
1: Uh, From what I heard, I thought he was out, that they were missing both their top running backs.
0: Okay, well, maybe. I mean, I just don't see him on the inactive list. But even then, I really do not have confidence that the Broncos can win this game. So I'm most certainly picking the Browns in this game. I don't know how you feel about it. Um, And the whole whole Vaughn thing, like, I just, listen, man. He played good the first three weeks, but he fooled us just like the rest of this defense. He hasn't done squat against solid to good competition the last three weeks. And then for him to come out and be like, I'm going to kill the tackles, even though he's playing against backup tackles, I'm just like, it's just cheesy to me. And I really like Vaughn. Like, Vaughn, Vaughn's going to go down as one of the greatest Broncos of all time. And he single-handedly, you know, changed that Super Bowl and arguably won that Super Bowl by himself, um, him in the defense. But, like, post-Super Bowl, Vaughn, it's just been, he's just been cheesy. It's just been hard to watch at times. To me, it doesn't feel like he plays very hard. Like, there was a shot in last game where he's running after car and he looks like he's just running half speed. And I'm just like, dude, you just pick and choose when you want to play hard, it feels like. Um, but I just thought his his bold proclamation, which is the second one he's made in his career, the first one coming against that terrible Arizona team that we're gonna kill those guys. Yeah, okay. Like this is this is weak to me. Um, I just have no faith. I have no confidence. I mean, after these past three weeks, I've lost all confidence in the Broncos whatsoever this year. I'm actually on the bandwagon of just tank. Honestly, at this point, I could care less. Get uh, a top pick, go BPA because the quarterback class next year is meh. And, you know, let's see what happens next year. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really all I have to say about the Broncos game, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I don't know who to pick tonight. But one team sucks, one team is has, uh, <laughs> yeah, is uh, just brutally injured. So, um, I don't know this, this Broncos team. It, it's an embarrassment. Uh, Vic Fangio is probably top three and worst head coaches in the NFL. Um, there's a reason why he was never a head coach uh, in his 150 years of existence. So, um, yeah, I mean, this seems they're pathetic. Um, there's nothing really else to say about it. And unfortunately, I mean, look, you can fire Vic Fangio. You can fire every coach on on the on the team it doesn't matter uh until until a a new ownership comes in until new uh general management comes in uh player ops new player ops comes in nothing's going to change so this team is just it's it's right there with the with uh the lions the jags the jets giants Jets, but even see, but even then, I think the Jags and Jets are in better positions than the Broncos are. So it's just it's a bad organization, and um, nothing's going to change until until new ownership comes in and and wipes the whole slate clean. So that's just how it's going to be. Uh, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to pick the Broncos tonight. I just think the Browns are too injured.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought that about the Ravens too, and. We saw how that worked
1: out. Yeah, it's it's different when you're missing your starting quarterback and your your two star running backs. Um, So I I they lost
0: to a terrible Ben, and uh, and couldn't get it done. And that was an injured team as well. So
1: we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I I'll be. I mean, I I, I, I think you can all guess. Like, I'm rooting. I'm the biggest Cleveland Browns fan tonight out there. So go Browns! But. I, unfortunately, I think uh, the Broncos get their head out of there, you know what, and um, get a win, and then they start, you know, bragging, oh, look, we're back, we're fine, but, you know, uh, it's like, yeah, your four wins are the Jags, the Jets, the Giants, and a depleted uh, Browns team. Good job. Congrats. Mm
0: -hmm. It's pretty miserable, but uh, thankfully, just in time to save the day is the Denver Nuggets. Thankfully. Like, they, they came to the rescue. And I'll be honest, last night I thought it was going to be a loss, Um, specifically from what I saw in preseason, uh, from what I was able to watch, what they televised. The bench unit still is pretty scary at times, but I thought Malone outside of the first quarter, um, he kind of was like, okay, we need to have at least MPJ in there Um, or Will Barton, which was nice. Um, So I liked that, but I thought they were going to lose last night. You know, Phoenix coming back, obviously no Jamal. Phoenix, for the most part, is pretty much the same team, besides you know, adding uh, Shamit and JaVale McGee, getting play, playing time for those guys, pretty much the same team, um, but the Nuggets pleasantly surprised me, I thought team defense looked great last night, I thought Jokic didn't miss a beat, um, despite playing a guy in Aiton who, him and Dwight Howard, those two are the two guys that just play Jokic very well, and... You know, Jokic can't really move Aiton. Like, Jokic can bully a lot of guys, but he can't move Aiton. That's what I've noticed. Like, when he tries to back down Aiton, Aiton's got a strong foundation to him. So, Jokic is just like, okay, I'll just have to hit the fading Sambor Shuffle tonight. And he did that. Um, But he looked great. Obviously, MPJ in moments was really good. Uh, We didn't get to see Bones, but, I mean, I thought for the most part... Yeah, well, I mean... I think that'll change. Like I said, I think that'll change coming down the stretch. I think Faku's minutes will eventually dwindle away. Um, but, hey, Jeff Green, one of the Greens can hit a three. Michael Green picked up where he left off last year in bricking threes. Uh, Jeff Green hit a few threes. That was nice. Monte, I'm still a little concerned about because he's in a bit of a slump. Missed two free throws last night back-to-back and then just really didn't Shoot the ball well. Will was a roller coaster ride as per usual, but he was nails when they needed him down the stretch hitting big shots. Um, I loved what I saw last night, and I thought they had an excellent game plan against Devin Booker. You could tell that they were really keying in on him. It was get the ball out of Booker's hands, and you know what? If Chris Paul is going to beat us, so be it. And they did that. They forced Booker every time he caught it, it was throwing doubles at him. It was pressuring him. Um, Aaron Gordon switched on to him a couple times, and we saw how that worked out in the playoffs, um, which he did, I thought, a fine job last night as well. Overall, a really good win and, and something I did not expect for them to do.
1: Yeah, uh, I I had a Phoenix winning, um, unfortunately. I uh, won't talk about that. But, um, but yeah, no, it was, it's a good win for the Nuggets. I, I thought Will played great. Um, yeah. MPJ, I'm... Look, MPJ will get points. He's going to average... I still think he's going to average 25 a game this year. Um, I just would like him to be more aggressive. Um, He did have five assists. It it seemed like Phoenix really tried to be physical with them and get the ball out of his hands, uh, which allowed him to have those five assists. So uh, I, I think... Overall, I, look, the, the Nuggets, they're going to win 50-plus games this year. Uh, I think they get close to 55. And, look, we know who the Nuggets are. It's just a matter of seeing it in the playoffs fully healthy. And if they can just get to the playoffs fully healthy, then they're going to have a chance. So, I, you know, it's not like, it's not like uh, the Lakers, where we're trying to figure out who the Lakers are and if the Lakers are, are good enough. We know the Nuggets are good enough. We know they can make a run. We just we just need to see it. We, we just need to see it happen when they're all healthy. And if they can get there all healthy, then we'll see what happens. But I, I just, it's going to be the same story. I, I think this team is going to beat a lot of really good teams this year. I think they're going to uh, uh, fall flat against a couple of really bad teams this year, just like they always do. Uh, and they're going to win their fifty to fifty-five games, win about sixty-five percent of their games, and onto the onto the playoffs, and hopefully healthy. But I mean, go down the list. We we know who these guys are. We know their roles. Uh, for Monte, I'm not concerned about Monte just because he is who he is. He's a he's a backup point guard right now. He's having to start, and then that's just the reality of it. So I, you know, I I don't really. I don't really take too much out of last night. Um, it's a good win. It was impressive. Jokic looked great. Uh, Porter needs to be better, um, more aggressive. I, I should say. Uh, I think if they get this Will Barton every single night, then they'll have a chance to win sixty. Um, Aaron Gordon was fine. He he did his what he what he does. I'm twelve points, eight rebounds, four assists. Shot six times, made five of them. I mean, that's, go down, That the box score, especially with their starters, is exactly what you would want, other than, I want MPJ to take more than ten shots. And uh, other than that, they're going to be fine.
0: Yeah, and I thought another bright spot, too, was PJ Dozier. I mean, he hit, what, three, three or four threes? Three or four,
1: yeah, ten points, five rebounds, uh, one assist, one steal. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, he was huge and there was moments where he had to, you know, switch out on on Booker or on Chris. And again, I mean, for people that discount, you know, PJ Dozier and his impact to the team. I mean, you saw it last night. He's a what, 6'5", six, 6'6" six, six guard who can, you know, moonlight as a as a 3 if you need him to and can switch defensively. He's got really good length and that's what he does. And he changed, he changed that game last night, and I think he would have changed the series a little bit. Obviously, having Will Barton helps a guy who can break down a team and, and get his own shot, even though at times it might be an ill-advised shot. He can at least get his own shot. Um, but no, I mean, I think ideally how the starters play, I mean, I think I wouldn't say that's their ceiling, but, you know, a lot of things were working really well for them, at least down the stretch last night. MPJ I thought showed moments of maturity. Um, you know, there was a moment down well the, the dump off to Jokic stands out the most, right? His playmaking yeah. ability. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, he draws yep. Aiton at the top and kicks it down to Jokic and they asked Jokic about that and he was like, Well, yeah, he had two guys on him and I had nobody on me. And I was like, Well, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's true. I guess I think they wanted him to go more in depth about like, yo, what about the How great a play is that from MPJ? Are we going to expect that? And he was like, well, duh guys. Like it was, I had nobody on me. Of course he was going to pass it. So, but no, that was, that was a nice play to see from him last night. Um, I thought there was a play too in transition. I don't know if you remember this one, but he was usually last year, right? When MPJ gets the ball in transition and he's at the top of the key, there could be bodies around him. He's still firing up that three. Last night, there was a moment where guys were flying around him. He stops, pumps, wait for guys to go around him, gathers himself, shoots it, knocks it down. And I was like, oh, okay. That's a little bit more patience there. Uh, We still didn't really see much of him doing anything outside of what we did last year, shooting kind of, you know, spot-up shots. You know, they run that little uh, side screen for him off the three-point line to get him to the free-throw line. He takes that jumper not a lot of action for him. So I'm wondering if they're going to try and call more plays for him this year. But, I mean, 15 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. I thought he played within the game, didn't force much. And, you know, when he was called mm-hmm. upon to hit shots, he did.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think, like, I, I, there's mo- there's a lot of moments in that game where I would have wanted him to be a little bit more aggressive, and that's kind of what I'm pointing towards. But you got to also remember, too, with the with the Suns you got you know Mikel Bridges who seems to really kind of bother MPJ um Jay Crowder can bother him so the Phoenix has guys that they can throw they got a lot of wing guys that they can throw at MPJ to make things tough on him so um you know when he plays worst teams or teams that he matches up well against like uh honestly i i think like the you know like probably like the clippers um you know those like those type of teams like I know they have Paul George but like it's just the, the teams that he's I'm I'm thinking of like playoff teams of course he's going to play well against bad teams but um some of the other playoff teams I think he tends to play well against Dallas uh so like those those teams you're going to see a bit more of an aggressive MPJ just because those teams don't have the wings that Phoenix does so uh you know that's part of it too but yeah I mean I think for the first time in a really long time, it feels like we know who this Nuggets team is. There's not a lot of questions. It's more of, let's see if we can get healthy and make a run.
0: Yeah, they're just buying time at this point. It's it's tread water until you get to the second half of the year when the schedule lightens up. Jamal comes back. And, I mean, I think now... I mean, I think you hit it on the head. I think now we're at a point... And I was listening to um, the War Room that the fan did, and, and Matt Moore, I thought, made an interesting point on there from the Action Network. He said he's talked to you know execs of, around the league from other teams, and teams are scared of Denver. They, they know Denver is going to be a threat in the playoffs, and then if they get Jamal Murray back at even a semblance of what he was, they're going to be a dangerous team. And I think the Nuggets know that. I think the Nuggets know how good they are. Now it's just on them to not get complacent which I think will be hard. I think there's going to be a lot of nights where it's a Tuesday in February playing against Sacramento. And who, by the way, Harrison Barnes with 36 and nine last night. Excuse me. But there's going to be those games and those moments inevitably. Yeah, you'll, have, you'll have 12 points tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. But <laughs> um, no, I just think it's at this point, I think you're right. It's we know what this team is. Um, you know, this core has been intact for a while. It's now about... You know, letting MPJ grow another step, and just really buying time until, till Jamal gets healthy. Because, I mean, this team when when guys can play their role, right? When Aaron Gordon's not asked to be your second or third best scorer, but he can be your twelve points scrap heap guy, play defense. You know, the block on Booker, even though it was probably goaltending. I mean, if if he can be that guy, that's his role. That's perfect. Will Barton, he can step up into being, you know, a, a more of a dynamic scorer when you need him to be. But I mean, when when Jamal comes back, he's what your fourth option scoring the basketball. I mean, and then I mean, maybe even some nights three, you know, depending on how Jamal is doing, you know, if they want to ease him back into it. But this team is just where, you know, they're just they're just treading water at this point. I'm just worried about one the bench if they can continue to score consistently, and I think Malone's going to have to continue to stagger either Nicola because early in the game, they kept Nicola in with that second unit right off the bench, which I thought was interesting. Um, and then once he went to the bench, I mean, they're up, what, 26 to uh, 15. And the bench immediately blows the lead. And then he goes to the bench again and it gets close again. Um, but I'm interested to see how they work with the greens. You know, if Jamichael's going to continue to get consistent playing time or we're going to see Zeke at some point. Um, but yeah, I mean, this team will be dangerous in the West this year.
1: The bench is concerning. It is. Um, and I was on with, uh, the Valley guys, uh, last night. Um, that's, you know, that's, I, I told them that the Nuggets need another, I would say another just shooter, three point shooter, like a specialty three point shooter. I think there's a lot of teams out there that, that need that guy, but the Nuggets need that guy. They need a backup big. Flat out, I mean, they just... I, there's not a lot of big bigs out there. There's just not. But you can't roll out Jamaico and Jeff Green as your two bigs off the bench. You just can't. Um, I mean, JaVale McGee was 3 of 4 at 6 points and 8 rebounds and a block. Like, he killed them. So, that's that is something that, by the trade deadline... That needs to be addressed. They cannot win the championship without a backup big, especially if you get to the finals. And right now, Milwaukee is the team to beat. If you if you happen to get to the NBA finals, you're gonna get killed. You're gonna get killed. So that's exactly why Phoenix went out and signed Javel McGee. Right? Like you need bodies, and if you don't have a, at least one backup big man you're you're probably screwed if you know you're playing the lakers or um or the bucks uh even dallas who's bigger as well like that's the, those are bad matchups so that is the biggest concern for me um but that's also something that they can address relatively easily uh going into you know the trade deadline
0: yeah i mean we'll see that that's an interesting Conversation. I heard that, too, on, on their war room that they had on the fan, too. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if that gets addressed. I just don't know who you can target, who you can get, um, and who you'd be willing to give up at this point, uh, depending on the type of bid you get. But it was a good first win, a good start to the season. Home openers tomorrow against San Antonio. Expect the good times to continue to roll. Um, I mean, it's, listen, this feels like a well-oiled machine um we're just waiting for our key cog to get back and then at that point i think they have as good as a shot as anybody in the west when healthy um you know the lakers obviously each team matchups present different issues but just like we don't want to see golden state i don't think a lot of teams are saying oh yeah we want to see the denver nuggets i don't yeah. I don't know if teams are saying that anymore whereas in golden, years past i think they would have
1: golden state's terrifying i i i well, that Steph that The, 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 that, well, that roster, they, they built a great roster. The fact that they still don't have Wiseman, Clay, and then the rookie Kaminga, who's a, just a walking bucket. That's, that's a, um, that's a good team. That's a, in my opinion, that's the team coming out of the West. I've, I've changed my mind after seeing what they did to the Lakers. Curious to see what they do tonight, but, uh, against the Clippers, but, I mean, Golden State, if, Fully healthy, and that's a big if. If fully healthy, that's that that's the team coming out of the West.
0: All right. It'll be interesting to watch. Game one down, eighty one more to go. Good start to the season though. Nicola with a smooth twenty seven and thirteen. Gotta love that start for the uh for the reigning MEP. Um, anything else you want to hit on before we get out of here?
1: Nope. Other than I'm second guessing my pick on the Broncos game, and uh, it's about to start, and I'm deciding, trying to decide what you better choose now because this is going
0: to (laughs) get locked in.
1: You're you're going with Cleveland?
0: Oh, absolutely. I I have no trust in the Broncos.
1: Part of me just wants to go opposite, just to go opposite, um, because it really is a coin flip game. Yeah, but But the
0: Broncos are not the team to go opposite with.
1: That's uh, that's why I'm I'm gonna say I'm switching my pick. I'm gonna pick the Browns. I just can't. I, I I can't do it. I. I do but, need
0: Tim Patrick and Javante Williams to have big games, though, because I'm starting them this week. So
1: Yeah, I, I'm starting Noah Fant and Odell. So if Odell can uh, drop 50 points on the Broncos' heads, that would be fantastic.
0: Well, I mean, starting Noah Fant will be awful for you because they don't throw it to him. And when Teddy does throw it to him, it's overthrown or underthrown. So he yeah. might get two catches in the last two minutes of the game, but I wouldn't count on much there. But Tim Patrick is good for, like, a good start to the game, the good first half, but then it just kind of goes away from there. I'm just hoping that they feed Javante over and over and over again. All right, for Brandon Stoll on the other side, I am Stephen Priest Jr. This has been the Behind the Glass Sports
1: Podcast.